Madam President, we have predators on our streets. You must take back the streets. And you take back the streets by more cops, more prisons, more physical protection for the people. Times have changed. And today, our nation is in chaos. Laying on the ground motionless after he was struck by that car. As four hooded figures enter the diamond shop with hammers. The group gets out, robs them not once, but twice. Since the 2020 George Floyd riots, America has been in rapid decline into darkness. I used to walk over to get some food. I don't feel safe. I drive everywhere. How else could you explain children acting like this? But this, this is what the far left wants. In fact, it's part of their plan. And tonight, I'll show you how. I'll show you how America's destabilization, rampant crime, destruction of families, the riots, and the hyper-focus on pronouns. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit is from the Marxist playbook. A playbook that will destroy America, that stands resilient as a beacon of freedom for the rest of the world. Tonight, chaos and crisis. The left's revolutionary playbook hits Main Street. Hello, America from the Mountain West. Space-time is a map it's a map of where we were and where we are at any given time in the universe uh, and in our lives. This show is trying to show you a map. Um, we've been trying to show you of the, the map of where we're headed and where we will arrive. Um, we need to now be a map on how close we are to that destination. And that's the show tonight. We have a major chaos problem. The chaos that you're seeing every day now is not an accident. Marxism and all of the radical subcategories that flow from it has been festering in America for more than a century. Marxism shapeshifted over the years, adapting its tactics to grow its influence here in the West. But it always seeks to destroy traditional morality and culture. And that is exactly how we get videos like this. This recent one of a child in St. Paul, Minnesota, punching police officers who were in the neighborhood with a search warrant in pursuit of a murder suspect. And even worse, this one of a four-year-old shooting at cops as they were arresting his father at a McDonald's in Utah. Police said the child later told them, I grabbed my dad's gun and I tried to shoot the police so he could be free and do what he wanted, end quote. Just last week in Atlanta, a police officer approached a 14-year-old boy who was selling drinks in the middle of a busy street. The teen punched the cops in the face, fracturing his eye socket and causing nerve damage that could blind the officer. America's war on cops has reached an absurd level when children are cussing out and attacking police officers. These attacks are the product of extreme violence that is just ravaging U.S. cities. Like this attack on a pedestrian in the Bronx just last week. The man was hit by a car and robbed while he laid unconscious in the street, and then they left. 
During a bus ride in Queens last week, a 57-year-old woman was bashed in the head with a blunt object by two girls aged 15 and 16. One of the attackers allegedly yelled at the woman, I hate white people. This chaos is a spillover from the George Floyd riots in 2020 that were allowed to run like crazy. A report by the Insurance Information Institute calls those riots, quote, the costliest ever civil unrest in U.S. history with insured losses estimated at over $2 billion. Now, where could the children possibly develop the idea that violence is acceptable and cops are automatically the bad guys who are out to get them? You don't get there overnight. You have to be carefully taught. There is to get there. You have to have persistent indoctrination. Well, we are seeing the Marxist playbook in action. The goal is to destabilize our society in order to usher in a new system out of chaos, create a new order. I've always told you top down, bottom up inside out the top has made themselves clear the bottom now is rising up when it's all inside out we down at the bottom will beg for the people at the top to control it and that's when you have completely lost society and we are very close in the aftermath of the george floyd riots you now see things like budding roses This is a two-week indoctrination camp for kids in Portland, Oregon. It features a ton of fun activities like, hey, kids, the Black Lives Matter coloring books is here. And the seminar is about abolishing the police and racism and white supremacy and student activism, gender, climate change, and more. Are there camps anywhere that are teaching the opposite? Campers in Portland are also taught things like ways to keep keep yourself safe if you get tear gassed. They get a helpful little comic book narrated by an Antifa character who says, quote, it's been pretty tense around here lately. You might have some questions. Well, I'm your friendly neighborhood anti-fascist, and I'm here to clear some of them up. The camp is run by a group called Black Rose Anarchists Foundation. Sounds safe and fun, doesn't it? This level of propaganda aimed at youth is how American Marxists are waging their ideological war. And have you noticed how well-financed it seems to be? Marxists discovered that violent revolution, even the terrorist attacks in the 1960s and 70s, would not be able to overthrow the U.S. government like they were able to do in other nations. They had to engage in long-term indoctrination and gradual subversion to achieve revolution in America. You never know when your indoctrination efforts just might pay off. Take Harmony Goldberg. She's a great example. 1996, she founded the School of Unity and Liberation in Oakland, California. Well, it was seven years later that a young Alicia Garza began her Marxist training there. Garza went on to co-found Black Lives Matter. Another one of BLM's co-founders, Patrice Cullors, is a self-described Marxist who received her training from Eric Mann. He was the leader in the Weather Underground domestic terrorist group. 
After an attack on a police station in 1969, he was charged on four counts, including conspiracy to commit murder and promotion of anarchy. Do you think anyone would be charged with that today, except the grandmothers who might have been in the Capitol? He spent 18 months in prison, but at least he saw prison. He eventually created the Labor and Community Strategy Center in Los Angeles, where Patrice Cullors showed up as a 17-year-old and spent the next 11 years being trained by man as a Marxist organizer. He must have been incredibly proud when his protege helped lead the most damaging riots in U.S. history. In August 2020, after BLM got the Los Angeles School Board to cut its $70 million police budget by 35%, Eric Mann called it a major ideological victory. And what has this Marxist-driven effort to defund police uh, brought to America over the last few years? Sunshine and lollipops, right? Or more violent crime and chaos than ever before. In Portland, all those Antifa protests on behalf of BLM just made their city more dangerous. Listen to these numbers. Portland had 58% more homicides in 2020 compared to 2019. In 2021, homicides rose another 54% over 2020. Portland also saw 218 non-fatal shootings in 2020, more than double the previous year. And that number rose to 334 last year. A recent study shows the majority of homicide suspects in Portland have been arrested six times on average. The shooting suspects have been, arre- have been arrested on average eight times before. Last week, Portland's police chief implored the community to stop the violence towards police officers, saying, quote, The violence shown last night towards our officers and over the weekend is shocking and reprehensible. In the last four days, officers have been shot at. Suspects fought with them. Uh, They were run over by a vehicle, and another one was almost run over. Baltimore, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, New York City. All are on pace this year to exceed their totals for violent crime in 2021. All BLM. Uh, hardcore uh, centers, and most of them have been involved and in bed with George Soros. Even Denver, of all places, is on pace to see record-breaking number of murders this year. In New York City, rapes have increased 11% just last year. Felony assaults are up 18%. Robberies are up 39%. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot cut her budget for the police by $80 million. Well, let's see how that's working out. Last weekend, Chicago had 30 people shot and four killed. The previous weekend, it was 65 shootings and five killed. Chicago is a war zone every single weekend. Never mind that video. It's just people assaulting a Chicago cop car, you know, with fireworks. On 4th of July, look at the cops backing up. (sighs) Scaling back police departments in the name of social justice is not the only factor creating chaos. There is also an insane epidemic of not prosecuting criminals. Every day there are headlines from across the nation about criminals being let off the hook. 
you had uh, you had one candidate in New York. They tried to stab him to death, and the guy was out within a couple of hours. Last week, a 16-year-old boy who had already had a criminal record was arrested for assaulting police, a police officer in New York City in the subway. Watch this. Cell phone video shows the fight between two NYPD officers and two 16-year-olds. We're blurring the teens' faces because they're minors. At one point, the boy punches the officer, then wrestles him to the ground and puts him in a chokehold. Eventually, with the help of an MTA worker, the cops are able to put the two teens in handcuffs. The 16-year-old was released the next day. New York, good luck with that. We pray for your police officers. Violent crime, murder, and assault on cops. It's been skyrocketing in America's major cities for two years now, and nothing's been done. And yes, the Biden administration does see a problem. It insists the the problem is white supremacy. In fact, it's the biggest threat to America. And now a whistleblower says FBI officials are pressuring agents to reclassify cases as, quote, domestic violent extremism to help support the White House preferred narrative. There is a massive effort underway across the U.S. to create chaos and destabilization and to make sure all of the lines are colored in and filled in with the right kind of uh, of uh, problem, white people, domestic terror that is based on race, except race one way. They are destabilizing us for a complete change to the system. Unfortunately, I've just covered one segment of the chaos. There is a whole other layer, and I'll get to that after the break. Stand by. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for finally clarifying that, uh, Madam Vice President. I, the whole world's been wondering, is it a she, a he? How do they identify? Maybe she's a space octopus, and I wouldn't want to offend her. And what color is her suit, and where is she positioned at the table? Good Lord. Declaring your personal pronouns like this is one of the new absurd ways of adding to the chaos. Marxism works its way through culture over time, and it attacks everything. It makes you toe a line, and before you know it, you're lost. The goal is to destroy all institutions so it can create a new communist society. Now, how does a society produce kids attacking police officers just like I showed you earlier? Well, it's more than just the Marxist campaign to focus on racial oppression, resentment, and abolishing the police. It is also the destruction of the family, religion, and all traditional values. It's right there in Chapter 2 of the Communist Manifesto. Abolition of the family. Wow. Marxists have always painted the nuclear family as a capitalist invention. Except it's been going on since cave time. Nuclear families are the flies in the ointment of collectivism. You want to thwart the communist? Bring your family closer to you. 
be stronger as a family. Because according to Marx and Engels, the nuclear family originally created the ideas of private property and division of labor. They said private property came from women and children being slaves of the male head of the household. According to Marxism, the root of the family is female oppression. And that's what it all boils down to. Exploitation. That belief is the root of radical feminism and the unhinged gender ideology that's saturating America right now. Destroying religion, and let's be honest, by that what we really mean is Judeo-Christian faith, is also straight out of the Communist Manifesto. Quote, Communism abolishes the eternal truths. It abolishes all religion and all morality. How could you possibly think, if you are a decent human being, that you are working for the good of society if that's in the book? Is there anything more explicitly anti-family? And is there anything more anti-family than the current transgender movement? Especially in light what we're learning about the permanent damage now being done by puberty blockers and sex change surgeries. I have more on that in a second, some good news. But our government is endorsing and promoting transgenderism at the highest levels. In March, President Biden celebrated Transgender Day of Visibility with these remarks. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere, to parents of transgender children, Affirming your child's identity is one of the most powerful things you can do to keep them safe and healthy. Good heavens. Affirming transgenderism is one of the most powerful things you can do if you want to destroy the traditional family and add to the chaos. On top of that, why is the Biden administration helping promote atheism? House Republicans are trying to find out why the administration is running a grant program offering grants of your tax dollars up to $500,000 for organizations, quote, committed to the practice and spread of atheism and humanism, mainly overseas. When a culture and its leadership actually work to destroy the family, Judeo-Christian morality, You get the bizarre chaos like elite universities promoting all kinds of sexual deviance, for example. Brown University now offers a philosophy course on pornography in which students are required to watch and analyze porn both in class and privately. Oh, I got to tell you, watching porn with your really cool professor, that sounds healthy. An organization at Harvard hosts seminars called Come Together Right Now, Orgies 101, and Banging Beyond the Binary, Transsex 101. You know, I met some girls that were from Rwanda, and they had escaped the famine and the death, and they were given scholarships to go to Harvard. I remember what they said to me about our dogs and how we love our dogs so much. It's almost like we love our dogs more than people sometimes. I can't imagine people whose country was in a shambles, 
what they thought about people that were sitting in a classroom to learn how to solve problems, or that's what you're supposed to, watching porn or going banging 101. God help us. You also get things like the U.S. State Department now using your tax dollars to help fund a queer film festival in Portugal. This happened last fall that featured a documentary on drag culture, a film about incestuous twins, and another movie about... Good God, the entire world is going to turn against us. We are becoming an evil evil empire you'll believe you'll be relieved to know that the state department has also funded the first gender and sexuality library in lebanon because you know they didn't hate america enough already american chaos is apparently not enough for the biden administration it must sow chaos in other countries as well in the Democrats' government and the culture-wide push to promote LGBT inclusion, there is also a really creepy and dangerous and evil, evil path and focus on targeting children. In June, President Biden signed an executive order expanding access to sex change treatment for children. Biden's transgender assistant health secretary told NPR there is no medical debate about whether transgender kids should receive gender affirming care. Really? No debate? Nobody? Nobody in the world. No study anywhere on the planet. Everybody says this is right. That's a lie. And I'll show you in a minute. Why are we racing to codify this ideology and shut down any objection? Just last week, the Department of Health and Human Services announced a new rule to force insurance providers to pay for sex change surgeries for children. And California is rushing a bill through its legislature to make California a sanctuary state for child sex change, sex change surgeries. Remember, I told you that I'm going to try to provide you a map of how close we are to losing our republic. I don't think I have to point it out. When you are helping, the government is helping kids who live in tyrannical red states with tyrannical parents who won't recognize their gender identity. And they're all of 12 and they want their breasts removed. They can flee to California to get all the gender-affirming health care they want. Our society is cooked. The bill was introduced, and I'm not making this part up. This is crazy. Senator Scott Weiner. Yeah, maybe it's pronounced Weiner, but he'll always be a Weiner to me. If you dare question California's deranged and evil bill, the overlords will come for you. Bring it on. Moms for Liberty got locked out of their Twitter account last week for tweeting, quote, that is being normalized by predators across the U.S. California kids are extreme, at extreme risk from predatory adults. Now they want to liberate children all over the country. Does a double mastectomy on a preteen sound like progress? 
Now, that sounds like somebody talking common sense to me, but what do I know? You're also not allowed to label creeps who are pushing this agenda on children as groomers. That'll put you in Twitter jail as well. Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, and our greatest diversity, the one that should be celebrated, is the of thought. I shall never say the things I do not believe. Uh, No, I shall never say the things that I do not believe. I can't remember the darn quote now. It's too bad. Uh, It's a quote that has been with me forever. I've said it a million times. I didn't understand it when I first read it in the 90s. How can you how can you say that you will be you will shut your mouth on the things that you truly believe? Well, we're here. And don't you dare sit down. Don't you dare shut your mouth. I I am assuming that all of these rules mean we're not allowed to accuse the federal government of grooming even then when they're doing that thing exactly. The CDC runs an online forum for kids called QChat. This is your tax dollars with the CDC hosting live conversations between youths and activists, not doctors, activists who work at LGBTQI2+ centers all around the United States. Now, here's a shocker. One of the collaborating organizations is Planned Parenthood. The site features conversations on sex change operations, polyamorous relationships, hormone replacement therapy, uh, therapy, and drag culture, among other LGBT topics. Well, it's not creepy at all, because, of course, there would be no children there, right? Well, I mean... Post Q chats about things like video games and Pokemon and Star Wars, you know, it's almost as if they're trying to have kids hang around. Oh, and the site has a built-in feature for all those adults that might be there. It will help you, uh, your kids hide the content from you as a parent. Wait a minute. There is a section that has a large button at the bottom of the screen that says click or tap here for a quick escape with a stick figure running towards an exit. Clicking the button takes the kid to the Google homepage so mom and dad can't figure it out. I pray for a quick escape, a little teeny button that I could push and we'd go back and escape from this nightmare and this alternate reality version of America. Recently, Merriam-Webster. Oh, she... She's great. Good old Miriam. She would just dial her up. Hey, we need a change. Anyway, they're the dictionary people. They caved into the trans activist and officially changed their definition of woman to include, and I quote, having a gender identity that is the opposite of male. <laughs> Everything, every time you think the insanity has gone as far as it possibly could go and there's nothing else they could do. The left invents something new. Now gender tyrants are insisting that anthropologists, you know, the ones who study people and ancient human remains, they're insisting that you can't identify these remains as male or female because you don't know how that ancient person identified. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the new field of history 
that will come out of all of this, going back and reassigning gender to historical figures. It was actually Juliet Caesar and King Victoria. I guarantee you, if somebody would have slapped a skirt on one of those Christopher Columbus statues, oh, I love her. She's great. Good old Chris. This America is what your end looks like. This is what chaos looks like. This is the downfall of Western society accelerating. And I am not on that train. Are you in any way? If you can confuse the basic reality of male and female, if you dissolve the essential building block of society, if you can destroy the family and religion and traditional morals, you are on the verge of a total Marxist transformation. But to complete that transformation and get that Marxist makeover, You need a lot of subversion partners in every area of education, culture, and government. Marxism has full and willing partners in the Democratic Party. And I am going to show them to you next. You know, Americans used to think of Marxism more in terms of a military threat, overt military threat. The start of the Cold War, the Truman document uh, or doctrine was all about stopping the military spread of communism. And we were providing assistance to countries to try to keep them away from uh, being overthrown by the communist forces. Uh, Eventually, that led us directly to get involved in Korea and Vietnam. When the Soviet Union collapsed, it was a pretty big deal, freedom all around the world. And it had seemed as though the U.S. had won the Cold War. Americans thought the main threat was gone. Yeah, sure, China still poses a military threat, but not like the Soviet aggression after World War II. Well, not yet, anyway. Well, let's see what's happening with Nancy Pelosi and her trip to Taiwan. But in America, a Cuban-style Marxist revolution by force was really never going to work here, even if plenty of wackos had wanted to try. So Marxism had to adapt to its environment. It is a disease. And it's doing a really good job right now. American Marxists have been on a very slow and steady track of subversion for the last hundred years. The 20th century model of Marxist revolution has been flipped now. Instead of violent revolution at the beginning, you organize, indoctrinate, create chaos, bide your time for the violent revolution at the end. In 1902, Vladimir Lenin published a political pamphlet titled, What is to be done? In it, he discussed the need for what he called a vanguard party. Now, here's his idea. It was that the oppressed class was not going to spontaneously turn into proper Marxists by themselves. You needed a vanguard party of revolutionary leaders to educate and spread Marxism among the people. Lenin wrote, quote, to bring political knowledge to the workers of the social Democrats, they must go along and uh, be in all classes of the population. They must dispatch units of their army in all directions. Turns out, America has an active vanguard party. The members call themselves Democrats. 
Most Democrats would dismiss the idea that they're helping facilitate Marxism in America. But good heavens, open your eyes. The Democratic Party has been cozy with Marxism for a very long time. It's not like the Marxists self-identified themselves in America and are forming alliances with Republicans or Libertarians. Do you see us hanging out with any of them? Democrats are the party obsessed with race and oppression and grievance. They're the party of abolishing the police and um, creating gender chaos. And remember, Democrats actually removed God from their official party platform. Do you remember this? These are all positions rooted in Marxism. But thanks to the word salad experts in academia, these positions have been scrubbed free of Marxist labels. For the vanguard Democratic Party, the proletariat includes black Americans, the LGBT community, and on a good day, other minority groups. The Biden administration is more obsessed with oppression than any other administration in U.S. history, and that includes Lincoln. Earlier this year, Team Biden created derogatory geographic names task force. You ready for this one? Because this is a top priority for the average American. It's just you that thinks this is a waste. Interior Secretary Deb Holland declared the word squaw to be offensive. Oh, how am I going to live my day, even my week or my life without using the word squaw? I use it so much. So the task force finally... Uh, came out with its final review last week, 660 locations on federal lands that must be scrubbed of the word squaw. The task force will vote on replacement names next month. You won't. They will. And not a moment too soon, I say, really, honestly, squaw. Inflation, gas prices, rampant crime. But squaw. You know what I'm saying? The Biden administration and the White House has installed this brand of craziness all across the government. Biden's deputy of national cybersecurity director says systematic racism or systemic racism is one of our main national security threats. Russia, China, Iran, internal revolutionaries. I think Russia, China and Iran are hoping our leaders keep telling themselves that. Beside the ongoing race-based chaos in our institutions, one of the most destabilizing things to happen so far this year is that mysterious leak of the Supreme Court's draft decision overturning Roe versus Wade. We just can't find. It's been three months, yet somehow we don't know who's responsible for that leak. We, can, we have a government that is illegally tracking Every keystroke that you make, they can they can go back and listen to any phone conversation. Google has ear in everybody's house. And yet we don't know. Wow. Huh. We do know that it's already triggered over 100 violent attacks on churches and pro-life pregnancy centers. 
Jane's Revenge has claimed responsibility for many of these attacks. Jane's Revenge is a reference to Jane's Collective, an underground group in Chicago that helped women get abortions before the original Roe versus Wade decision. Just two days before Jane's Revenge threw a Molotov cocktail inside of a pro-life center in Madison, Wisconsin, the Madison chapter of the industrial uh, workers of the world unite posted a history of Jane's Collective on social media. The Post brags that the industrial workers of the world, well, they were there, quote, they were the first labor union in the U.S. to support abortion rights over a century ago. Oh, what good little Marxists. The industrial workers of the world, founded in 1905 by Marxist, what a surprise, in Chicago, And they're still Marxist, what a surprise, believing that, quote, all workers should be united as a social class to supplant capitalism. The Madison chapter says, and I quote, we're a revolutionary anti-capitalist union, and yet there's no problem with them. But oh my gosh, if you have a copy of the Declaration of Independence in your house, you're a radical. Meanwhile, a group called Shutdown DC is offering bounties for confirmed sightings of conservative Supreme Court justices so they can be stalked and harassed. But don't worry about, don't call the police. Don't call the police. There's nothing wrong here. They have a right, you know. Shutdown DC, by the way, is a coalition of several groups, including the Democratic Socialist of America. Oh, wait a minute. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Rashida Tlaib are both DSA members. I wonder if they know. They were both elected to Congress in 2018 with large support from a group called Our Revolution, which was formed as a continuation of Bernie Sanders' 2016 presidential campaign. Our revolution receives funding from 1630 Fund, which is part of a massive left-wing dark money network that I told you about on an episode back in February. You can find that episode on blazetv.com. You should look it up if you missed it. Marxists are using the Democratic Party as a Trojan horse. And that's not guesswork. They spell it right out in the open after Donald Trump became president. The document was called The Left We Want to Build, Breaking Out of the Margins. And it was written by Harmony Goldberg. Harmony, the woman I mentioned earlier tonight, who founded the School of Unity and Liberation in Oakland, California, where Alicia Garza founded BLM and she received her Marxist training there. The document announced a new a new group called Left Inside Outside Project. Now, this project is a collaboration among America's leading Marxist groups to expand their influence in the Democratic Party and pressure it from the outside with organized protests, you know, directed to the inside. It's signed by key leaders of the Communist Party USA, Freedom Road, I love that, Socialist Organization, and the Democratic Socialists of America, among others. This inside-outside strategy is working, America, and there is a warning sign in Chile that could uh, play out here in America. Pay attention. Chile has been the biggest success story in Latin America. In the 1970s, it was one of the poorest nations in the region. Now it is the richest. But can we make them into Venezuela? 
Yes, we can. Starting in 2019, left-wing radicals began agitating and promoting grievances. Last year, Chile elected a majority socialist national assembly. They approved a referendum to rewrite their constitution. The new proposed version is described as, quote, a longer, more woke, and even more socialist version of Venezuela's constitution. Well, that's what I would base it on. Chileans will uh, vote on whether or not to adopt their socialist constitution next month. Please don't do it. That is the Marxist model in action. And it is what the Democrats are working on around the clock here in our own country. Now, giving you some pretty bad news. Let me show you some off ramps, some good news in all of this chaos next. There are some hopeful signs, for example, the deranged gender-affirming care for kids that I discussed earlier tonight. That house of cards is starting to come down. The FDA has actually issued a warning that puberty blockers can cause swelling of the brain, blurred or lost vision, uh, tinnitus, dizziness, nausea. That is a positive admission, although small, from the FDA. One of the left's favorite mantras is, believe the science. But America has separated itself from science. And I'm going to show you here. While they're going on to say the science continues proving what we instinctively know to be true, that trying to change a child's sex is dangerous for the child, another good sign on this battlefront is that Britain's National Health Service has announced last week that it's closing down its only gender identity clinic for children. The decision came after whistleblowers, patients, families, and independent reviews of the facility all reported significant problems with the so-called care. Doctors and psychologi- or, uh, uh, psychologists uh, who work there even raised concerns that vulnerable children were being rushed into gender transition. Now, Sweden and Finland, not exactly known to be conservatives, are also throwing on the brakes. Sweden's National Board of Health and Welfare released a new guideline stating the risks of gender-affirming medical care, quote, currently outweigh the possible benefits and that the treatment should be offered only in exceptional cases. Finland, their top health agency, even says this. In light of available evidence, gender reassignment of minors is an experimental practice and no irreversible treatment should be initiated. Wow, that couldn't be more polar opposite from the position of the Biden White House. But who's following science? These developments in Europe provide some hope that the gender chaos, at least, can be reversed here. We are on the edge, but we're not over the cliff yet. Another bit of good news in our chaos front is that historically, Americans have shown a very strong immunity to Marxism. Americans so far are doing a great job of resisting it, at least to today. When CNN publishes a story claiming that red states are building a nation inside of a nation, and that they mean that that is a bad thing and uh, and it needs to be stopped. You know you're doing something right. It is truly remarkable how much mainstream media just doesn't get it. They fret that these Neanderthal red states have a diabolical plan to impose their policies on the people of their state and the rest of the U.S. Well, maybe a lot of people in red states would like to and wish 
that the rest of the country was governed more like their own state, but imposing their will on the whole of America is not what they want. That's not constitutional. Here's what they don't understand about what's happening in red states. It is a necessary effort to preserve the best about America and defend it from the chaos that I've shown you in the past hour. It's necessary to defend it against Marxism. An effort to stop the Democratic Party from imposing its will on the entire U.S., its people, saying, enough, we're not going to play, you know, boys play girls sports and they can shower together just because they feel like they're girls. We're not going to have mandatory American-hating CRT lessons because we happen to like America. We're not going to kill babies because it would make your life more convenient. What's happening is an effort to hold on to the good stuff about America, and the left is going to call out that effort, and they're going to say it's white supremacy. Whatever. Do not stop trying to preserve the good stuff. Tomorrow we're going to see something on the other side of the pond, as they like to say. The uh, political advisor for Prime Minister Orban of uh, Hungary is going to be in studio with me, and that will be tomorrow. You don't want to miss that on radio. Until then, from the Standing Rock Ranch in the Mountain West, good night.